Looking like an angel with no halo When I'm with her, tell me where the pain go Think I might be falling out of control What the fuck Man, like, so I'm like not I'm not certified in anything or any of that, but man, like I've I've been in a weight class oriented sport since I was in high school, you know. So like jujitsu for nine and a half years and wrestling. So like you kind of become your own guinea pig, and you're like you learn the ups and downs and what you should and shouldn't be fucking doing. And it's like, you know, yeah. obviously it's kind of tough to be like, oh, you, you know, you work out three days a week. You're an average Joe with a nine to five. Like I can't be telling that person like. You should try this, you know, like, no, because you probably already have in your mind what you want to try and do. Yeah. You and also, like, the, their their activity level is going to depend on, yeah. like, what kind of diet they can do. And, like, like you're not going to tell somebody to have, like, a the same calorie diet no. that you would be on. Fuck no. Because the work output is way different. It like, just wouldn't make sense. When it comes to, like, athletes and stuff, like, oh, I, I could definitely, I could steer you in the right direction. I'm not going to be able to break down, like, every little thing you need to be fucking doing, but, like. We had a guy, he was fucking 310 pounds, and he's always trying to do this, trying to do that, carnivore diet this, blah, blah, keto that. Keto, I like, knew keto was coming. Like, <laughs> I can't fucking stand keto. Keto's fucking bullshit. Like, oh, man. Keto is a, is a short-term diet for people who bro, like, do not don't get, know shit about it. Do not think that, on fucking keto? Oh, my dude, God. let's fucking go, dude. Bro, fucking keto. <laughs> let's fucking go. Can't stand That's what keto. Because uh, I... Work with a guy who super into you can just look at him, you tell like he's in fitness, he likes to work out, yeah. dude. He does something active. And he was talking about he's like, Yeah, I think I'm thinking about um going keto. A friend of mine has been keto for I forgot like three years and I was like Is your friend huh? Like I was like, Huh? Three fucking years? Dude, no, I think I think keto is like something that you do to like you could like kind of like reset real short term. It's like a re- like Very a reset. You don't you don't stay on a keto diet. Yeah, I think that's a the main issue with diet dieting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it shouldn't be a thing. It should be your diet. What is your diet? What do you eat? That's your diet. You know, don't fucking start following some bullshit that you saw on Facebook or Instagram that this fucking influencer is doing you know it's like, probably getting paid to push it yeah it's, it's, it's such a pain in the ass because it's like you think like they think everybody you think everyone likes fucking uh what's that like home uh meal kit that they send you think all I fitness influencers love that shit i hate that shit dude it's no it's just they're getting paid to push yeah. it i like me personally i don't i don't like uh meal prepping and shit yeah that's probably the worst part yes like if you if you need to lose weight, and like you have to meet a certain calorie deficit and shit, like yeah, it's probably a good thing. But it's pretty tough to stay disciplined with that kind of stuff. It is, especially if like, cause this is the thing when you meal pro- this would. I got super into like working out for a, a short period of time, very short. Period. It was like I think I did like two months where I was like super dedicated with like the meal uh, prep and all stuff. You know what got me it was like. When you meal prep and you have your meals all in the fridge, by the end of the week you're eating some shit that's like a week old, and you know you had it. Yeah, you've had it four different times during the week, and you're like, I'm over fucking it. Fucking sick. Of I'm it. fucking over this chicken, dude. Yeah, I think you gotta find a way to like enhance it and stuff, and then it yeah. falls into well, what's gonna enhance this food, but not add a bunch of bullshit to it? You know, a bunch of calories, a bunch of added shit. You know, so 
Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I also love the people who say that listen with listen to what your body wants because then people will be like, well, my body wants chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Like, no, 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 you your your tongue wants chocolate yeah. chip cookies. Your brain wants it. Yeah, because you, you've acclimated yourself to that shit. You stop eating it for a few months, and you're not gonna fucking want it anymore. You know it's like what I, sodas and fucking fast food. You're not gonna want it if you stop eating it, dude. I'm also a hypocrite because I'm killing a Red Bull right now. But <laughs> I'm I woke up at five uh, p.m. yesterday, worked all night. I'm probably not going to sleep till ten or eleven tonight. So, so you work nights strictly, or yeah, I only work nights. Really? Yeah. What, like what kind of like twelve hour shifts? Twelve from seven to seven. It's tough. Mm, seven to seven. That kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm yes. I'm looking to try to switch it to, to eleven to seven because by eleven everybody here would eleven be PM to seven. Eleven PM to seven. Go eights. That's not bad. Go eights because then everybody here's asleep. Yeah. And I can come home early, but uh but yeah, I'm also a hypocrite. anyway, I'm a hypocrite because I'm we're talking about diet and shit and I'm killing a Red Bull. But I'm gonna be up about thirty hours by the time I go to sleep tonight. So true. You ever try Celsius? I have. You we like have them at the gym now. You like those better? Uh they're fine. I, the, I like there's a grape one that's good. Yeah, oh, I fucking hate the grape one. <laughs> oh, that, the grape the grape one was good, but uh, yeah, they just they're hard to find. Really around here? Around here, they're hard. Vitamin shop in Orange or Beaumont? Um, Beaumont has one. Beaumont's a Yeah, shop. I try to stay out of Beaumont. The place is sketchy. Is it? Oh, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, mm. see that. I just think I forget that some of y'all are from like yeah. you know, y'all don't if y'all are going to if we're going to do something around here, if somebody's going to like go out to eat or they're going to like do an activity, you go to Beaumont because it's like the biggest city mm-hmm. nearby. Or you go to the casinos. It's like kind of equal distance. Yeah. But like, dude, Beaumont, people have been stealing like uh trucks and shit. The catalytic converters off vehicles while you're in the store. Really? People have been do people get like robbed in Target parking lot all the time. Oh, or in the uh mall parking lot. Dude, it's a, no, I don't fuck around in Beaumont. Huh. I'm definitely not going for a Celsius. Good to <laughs> then. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. They have I saw this was years ago, but I saw something that said Beaumont is like the was like eighth as far as like least educated city in the country. Wow. So like they're just like you know dumb. They're dumb, and what do dumb people do? Fucking criminal commit commit yeah. crimes. So it's true. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't fuck around out there. But uh, I don't think we have. We got um. We have a like a G and C here, but sucks. yeah, they're but they're so they, fucking overpriced. They are. They are. And they do they start selling those like five gallon tubs of protein? I'm like, who the fuck is buying that? The five gallon, like the big fucking. Oh yeah, looks like a Home Depot bucket of protein. I'm like, you don't need that much. You, no, I'll buy a little bit smaller than that. Like maybe like I'll buy like a five pound. Yeah, that's what like five a normal, gallon is probably what 10, 12 pounds. It's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. Way too much. But I don't know if we have a place that sells the Celsius. Mm, that sucks. Other than. Well, maybe Walmart would carry it. Maybe, maybe if they're Depends. if they're Sometimes. hip. Yeah, the hip Walmart's. <laughs> but uh, no, you we got hit- that new Walmart. You got that shitty Walmart. <laughs> yeah, ours is shit. But we, <laughs> but uh, we have met the gym though. But yeah, yeah I do love me some Celsius. I fuck around with Celsius. Yeah, I don't know why I even drink this though. This doesn't do anything either. Yeah, I'm. I've been on night shifts now for seven years. Ooh. So, I've had so many of these and so much coffee that's like, 
I have to, for me to get a real, this is the last time I had like a real like caffeine kick. Yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was crack. No, uh, I took, I got a, um, a triple shot of espresso and then like a small shot and killed them all before a meeting, like right before, just like bah, 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 four shots of espresso. Chase it with a little bit of water because it was like it was tough. Yeah, because your teeth feel like they're fucking melting. Melting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So goddamn acidic. It feels like <laughs> your throat just closes up, like. Huh. But I uh, chase it with a little bit of water and I was good. Dude, when I left, I was like sh- vibrating in the car. I was like shaking stuff. As also was about to shit myself. <laughs> it was so bad. But um, yeah, dude, this this Red Bull is not gonna do shit for me. But it's. It's like a mental thing. That's you know? kinda, well, it's like coffee for me, man. Like I wake up every morning and it's like, I have to have my coffee just cause I always look at like, uh, it's, it's like, it's like if I'm a motor, it's like the oil. So it gets me lubricated. <laughs> yeah. It gets you going a little yeah. jump start, a little kickstart. It's not the, it's not the fuel that's going to get the fucking vehicle going, but it's, it's your spark you know, plug. Yeah, dude. It just exactly. gets you going a little bit. Turns the engine over. <laughs> I saw I saw some people were doing um or I say I saw. I heard people like people who are trying to like, get energy or whatever, they'll they take like B twelve vitamins in the morning. Hmm. I mean I take mine whenever I eat a meal, but I don't I've never th- like I mean I know that's what is in all the energy drinks. That's like super fucking hmm. high. It's always like what's in this one? The B twelve is hundred and twenty percent of your Shit, were you good? <laughs> so, it's man, bad, bad advice, shitty life advice, but like, always just get straight caffeine pills. <laughs> yeah. They're cheap as That's, fuck, dude. You get like 200 of them for like 10 bucks. <laughs> I don't think I need energy that bad. I go off. I, it, what I found is if I'm distracted, I won't get tired. Oh, uh, yeah. True. If I get, dist- if I'm busy with something, I'm good. So, so, as long as I keep the ball rolling, but it's whenever I mm-hmm. sit down, and I'm just sitting there waiting for the next thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's hey, like, bro, that's me. You're fucking tired. Because <laughs> I, uh, I work nights too. I work nights and days because I'm an operator at a chemical plant. So okay. like, like when I used to work outside. I work on the control board now. But when I worked outside, you know, if we had busy ass night, just busting ass all night, I wouldn't get tired till like 3 a.m. And then it'd be like, okay, now I'm fucking tired, you know. But like we'd be moving around all night and shit, just. To do staying steady, I was, mm-hmm. I was good. I didn't want to be. I wanted to try and like kick back and chill, but you know sometimes it's not like that. So. That's like that'll hit me. It hit. It actually hit me last night. I was. It was probably four in the morning, and I was sitting there. Uh, as far as my department goes, I couldn't. Basically, my supervisor was like, "You're done working for the night," because like we we're we we're full. We couldn't take any more patients, and so I was like, "All right, well, I can. I guess I'm done." So I'm sitting here. And just sitting there, I was like, fuck, here we go. I'm starting to get tired. As soon as I start getting tired, they call for a code white, which is like a violent situation, oh, which fuck. means somebody's like fighting or whatever, trying to escape or some crazy shit. And I'm like, there we go. <laughs> never. <laughs> yes. like, Thank God. We get, we got, that's literally how most nights go. It's like, you won't, you don't really get tired because if you don't have anything to do, just wait for, yeah. wait Wait a little bit. Something's gonna pop off. It's every night something happens. Jeez. So it's and then somebody. So it's a big. It's a bigger psych ward, huh? It's pretty big. I mean, we get like right now we have like. I say big. It's not like it's not like a state facility that's got yeah. like hundreds and hundreds of people. But for what it is and the staff that we have, right now we got like fifty-two people in there and fifty-two people who are, you know, yeah, 
on another planet than us, it's that sucks. It gets a little scary sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no shit. But you know, you we were me and a security guard that uh, we have a security guard that trains with us at Wolfton, and me and him were talking last night about how what's like how we they always wait for us to do during the codes like they want us to come up there in case we got to grab somebody or whatever and like I'm not a big guy but they're always like wait till, wait till Justin gets up here wait till Justin gets up here and I'm like guys I'm nervous just like y'all are nervous mm-hmm. the only difference is that I've been beat up enough to where I can manage my nerves in these situations and <clears throat> what we were saying how it's more it's almost it's almost more scary with those people than like yeah. At the gym because it's it, some irrational shit. Because they are seriously like I'm gonna like when they like their intent is to kill you. They w- are gonna do anything to kill you, and it's just like you just have to deal with it and try to talk them down. Like, well, you don't really want to do that. Come on, dog. Come oh, on, man, be cool. Come be on, cool. Chill, so, bro. dude, it's some scary shit. But and then of course we have to follow our our self defense yeah. procedures, which is total horse shit. I don't think anybody from work listens to this, but if you do, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Our our self defense stuff is bullshit. But anyway, so dude, you gotta fill me in. You're just, you're fresh off of um, beating the fuck out of some dude in a steel cage in your underwear, <laughs> dude. Kind of first of all, congrats, dude. Thanks, man. It's fucking Thank insane, you. especially like how like quick it was just like. I, did it feel did it feel fast or was it yeah i mean it felt pretty fast just because like i mean i, I had game plan mine and i was like i'm sticking to the fucking game plans double up on the jab don't get hit get close enough to grab them you know like yeah i've been drilling the shit out of that you know like move forward don't move back stay moving forward stay moving laterally you know like if i need to but as soon as i'm close enough to grab them grab them you know yeah. like I work a lot on my body locks and stuff, so I, re- I really like those. Especially, like, uh, I didn't think he was going to have any guillotine uh, offense at all, but that's one reason why I do go to the body lock rather than, like, the double and shit, just because, like... Because of where you put your head? Yeah, you know, yeah. like... I mean, if you do the double correctly, there's you're not going to get guillotine, but... No. Especially even if they do grab, grab your, try to grab your head, yeah. you're going to end up in side control exactly. anyway. Exactly. If they hold on to it, then you're like, okay, cool. He's like, all right, bro, I guess I'm going to sleep with Vaughn. <laughs> I actually hit one of those the other day, and I was like, holy fuck, oh, it really dude, I love them, man, because, really like, works. I'll feed people the neck whenever I shoot for the uh, takedown, mm-hmm. and then they'll grab it, and then I trap their hand. They're trying to pull their hand out, and they're fucked. <laughs> Have you – I've seen, uh, you know, Ovin St. Prue. He, mm-hmm. That's, like, his shit. OSB. Have you seen how he'll, like – I forgot who he did it to. One guy he did to – he was inside control with his head on, you know, on the other side, mm-hmm. and the guy wasn't biting for it, and so he grabbed the guy's arm and put it over his own <laughs> head, and then Von Flew jumped. Man, I think he's got three or four of those, and they keep putting it as a shoulder choke, like on like uh, yeah. a dog and stuff like that. I'm just like, they just need to rename it. I think they should change it to like the OSP I choke. Re- I yeah, I don't remember the dude's first name, but something Von Flew. Like he only hit like once or twice. OSP's hit it like four, like three or four times. Like yeah, in the current UFC, exactly. Not back, not back in the day, where mm-hmm. if you if you go watch like old UFC and see the submissions and stuff that people were getting tapped out with, you're like, what? Yeah, what the fuck like, are you man, doing? That was, that was a weak one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Technique was terrible. Was that so? Was that your first fight? Yeah, that was my first first uh, ever fight. First ever fight. Shit. So, 
it was cool though man i've been man i've been preparing i guess you'd say for years you know because like every few years it'd be like all right i'll put the little gloves on start grappling more and be like i want i want to fucking fight i want to fight and then like a gi tournament would come up so then i gotta shift mentally my focus to gi grips and stuff like yeah. that which you know if you're playing the gi you're probably doing a lot of open guard you can get punched in the face pretty easy yeah <clears throat> so like uh you know it just i'd get sidetracked and shit so it was like this time i was just like I my IBJJF ID <laughs> expired. I was like, I'm not renewing this shit till I have an <coughs> MMA fight. So I just I worked a lot of nogi. I got used to grappling with the gloves on. I'd go to Lafayette and stuff with some friends of mine over at uh, Head Kicks MMA with Aaron Phillips, mm-hmm. and over at uh, Lafayette Strong Martial Arts and Fitness with John Morano and Blake Ie. And like uh, I'd work my striking a lot more. Like not like. To the extent like, oh, I'm going to go strike with this dude and knock him out. Because yeah. I know my strong suit. Striking's not there. You know, it's not my strong suit. I've been grappling for, since I was like 15, I started wrestling. Are you a brown belt, right? You're yeah. a brown belt, right? Yeah, because so I figured your game plan would be just like work on closing the distance or getting them up yeah. to the cage, take down, and then work your, yeah. work your game. And I paid for the pay-per-view just to watch your fight. I heard that shit fucking... Dude, it didn't work until like the fourth fight, fourth mm-hmm. fight on the card, and so I paid for it. And I'm sitting there refreshing it, and I'm like, this, I was blaming the hospital Wi-Fi, <laughs> fucking Wi-Fi. Sucks. No, it was their pay per view. It was a pay per view. Pay per view was shit. Yeah, so I missed the whole thing. I was like, God. I had a bunch of guys I work with. They're like, What the fuck? They calling up there and like, We know, we know. I'm just like, Damn, that sucks. And you but were the first fight on the card. No, which I was so happy it was the first fight because it was, you know, I got done at like 7:30. I was done. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's kind of late, but it wasn't that bad. Freaking no, hell no. Tanner, one of our other teammates, he freaking, he was second to last fight. He's like almost midnight. I'm just like, fuck that, dude. I quit I quit watching after, uh, I didn't, so they took a break at some point. Um, I forgot where they took a break at, but they took a break, and I looked, and there were still like eight fights left. And I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, no, I was like, no, I, I can't. I've got people freaking out. I can't finish it. <laughs> well, but. what happened was, so like amateur events like that, like mm-hmm. they had a few pro fights, but it's mostly amateur fights. A little local Yours was amateur, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, so what they'll do is they'll schedule like 15, 16, sometimes even more fights because, yeah. dude, people drop out left and right, especially amateurs. You know, they're not getting paid for it. Fuck they man. drop out all the time. I don't think anybody dropped out. Like at all, mm. so every fight they scheduled went on. So they had sixteen fights. I'm just like, holy shit, dude! It was a lot. Because I that know never the, happens. Ever. I know the fight that Ruben has has had two fights. The first one he went to, he was the first fight on the card, and um, that one, I think there was like fourteen fights at that one. And uh, Tim Crater, he got he came in and like him and the other guy that was putting on, I forgot his name, uh, mm. something in Gona. I think is Justin Gona. Justin is his Student. son or something like that. Oh, it's yeah, the older guy. Yes, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, they he like came in and was like, um, they were saying like you know thanking everybody for coming and all that stuff, and uh, this was like during a break. They're like, I know we have a lot of fights, and they were talking about wanting to give people the opportunity, these young kids the opportunity and all that stuff, and I was like. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this a lot? And then I started looking at it like, this is a fucking lot. Yeah. Dude, we were there for, I don't think we, we didn't stay for like the main, like three 
that were like you know were like the headlining fights. We didn't even stay for those. I think we took off. Yeah, I try to leave before. Like if I have no personal ties to like the last fight, like I try to leave before it. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. They're fun. I mean, they're fun to go to. But yeah, the little local events are cool, man. Because dudes are gonna go out there. Like you'll see one dude. Like I actually, for example, a friend of mine. So I had a bunch of friends fighting on Lafayette card one time. I went, we hung out. It was a great time. Well, this guy, no, I guess I wouldn't call him a friend, but I know this dude from training and stuff. And he'd been training a few years. He, I think he was a blue belt at the time. He'd been to Thailand for like training Muay Thai and all oh, that shit. Did he go shit. like Tiger or whatever? I don't know. But I just know he'd been to Thailand and he'd been, he's a Muay Thai guy. Okay. And he's a bigger dude. He's probably like 190, 195. So he fought a guy at catch weight. The guy he fought was from like some little ass town in Mississippi. Had been training like three months. Oh, this dude, fuck. the only way I can describe this guy is he was probably like five six, one ninety five, and not right. not all muscular right. at all. And it was an obvious feed me fight. It was like, okay, man, y'all we, had one on your card. Yeah, we had. We'll a get few to of it. Them. We'll get we to it. But go go ahead, finish, man. So this dude. Was fighting out of Swamp Donkey MMA. There you go in Mississippi. All right. And he was like, "I've been training three months and this and that, no fights." So, dude, was, the balls on that guy. Yeah, congratulations, the balls on this dude. dude. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, this dude's gonna get murdered. Well, he came out with like the only thing I can describe it as like a helicopter arms and just like swung as hard as he could for like crazy. Caught the caught the guy I know like with a wild punch yeah. sat him down against the fence and he just started hitting him like as fast, like, as, he could. As, fast and as hard as he could didn't it wasn't like a clean TKO or anything mm-hmm. but the ref stopped it in like nine seconds and this what it was wild fuck? dude like we were like the whole like arena was just like what the fuck because like that that's like the point zero 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 one percent chance yeah. that happens because this dude had he didn't have power. There, no. like he wasn't. It was wild, dude. What in the fuck? My favorite, my favorite fight I've ever seen ever. That so, the one y'all had that I'm talking about was would be the equivalent to that. There was I don't know if you I don't know if you were watching or what you were doing at the time. There's a six no, an 18 year old who was fighting. I don't know. Two years of training, not bad. Two years you can you can learn yeah. some shit depending on where you're at. Two years of training. Was fighting a 36 year old. I know the exact fight you're talking who about. Who with like six years of training. A lot longer than that. A lot. No. A yeah. Lot so so it said six on the pay per view thing. Mm, maybe but formal. Yeah. They said, but uh, some, I forgot who I was talking to, but they were saying he like owns a gym. Yeah. Like he's like. He owns a boxing gym. Yeah. And I got more information after that because one of the guys I work with was like, bro, do you see, I'm not going to name his name, do you see Blah Blah's fight? I was like, yeah, it was pretty fucking brutal he's like i grew up with that dude i'm like really he goes yeah he used to fight his older brother's friends and stuff that were like three and four years older than him he used to fight all the fucking time growing up i'm just like so okay and they put him in there with a child (laughs) oh dude this kid was like 18 i felt so bad like if i was that dude's coach that wouldn't have fucking happened no way also this is what this is how like you know it's a, a smaller organization it's not like a um, UFC or yeah. anything like that is because 
the 36 year old he weight. was he missed weight oh yeah he and so it showed on the thing like hey at least on the pay-per-view <laughs> make it just change the weight till it's so it's the same don't don't let the viewers know that y'all just screwed this kid yeah y'all put him up against this guy who he's clearly outmatched with and he has the guy has a weight advantage by like 12 pounds yeah he so he missed weight by 12 pounds he with just, him cutting weight oh he did cut weight yes so when he was rehydrated like i talked to him backstage just like damn dude you're looking kind of thick he was like yeah man i'm back up to like 181 182 i'm just like he was fighting at 55 I'm yeah like, 55 <gasps> Bro, I felt so bad because I was like, because that that kid probably didn't cut much weight. He no, wasn't a big kid. No, and he wasn't if like he super cut it all. He did or anything. No, you know, like he still had like a kind of a kid body. Yeah, he didn't have that like that moon strength. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and this man. dude has like dad strength, and this dude has like <laughs> like I beat the shit people for living strength, dude. And he, uh, I knew when that popped up, I was like, oh, this kid's fucked. Ooh, yeah. Immediately, I was like, he's fucked. And then the fight starts. And the kids throwing kicks, He's but throwing these like crazy like zero power like yes. taekwondo karate. But they're kicks. at a distance to where you can tell like he's he's feeling the nerves, mm-hmm. so he's like just trying to work his way into the fight. And I was like, oh, this kid is so fucked. This kid's so fucked. I felt, really and of course bad he was. Dude. You know, twenty two seconds or whatever, and he gets caught, and I'm like, yeah, ah. like bad too. Yeah, not like a. Yeah, no. Nah. That was uh, that's what's great. That's kind of what's great about those events, though. <laughs> it, it's what's great, but shit at the same time. Like if he hadn't have missed weight, yeah, like it would have been like oh, okay. I mean, eh, it happens. But like the fact that he was that much bigger too, it was just like as a coach, like man, you should have called that shit. It's not jujitsu where the worst that happened, maybe you pop your arm, you tap. Yeah, you know, you're getting knocked the fuck out, dude. Like he yeah, didn't get really he got, injured. He got starched. Like yeah. he was <gasps> stiff. Fuck. That was rough. That was a bad one. That's I remember the at Ruben's fight. Uh that was the first Ruben's first fight was the first like MMA fights I'd ever been to. And there was a guy in there that um he goes like just look you know you know this. You know looking at if you look at two fighters side by side, if you go off build and stuff, you that's you can't go off build. Because yeah. like people like Ben Askren win a bunch of fights, and he <laughs> looks like a, he looks like he's built like a lesbian. So <laughs> he's he does have those baby birthing hips. He's got he he's does. got some birthing hips, and <laughs> yeah. But uh, so like you can't go off build. But like if you're if you're going off build, you look at this and you're like, oh, this dude's this one dude's fucked. Like he's mm-hmm. he looks like he looks like he works at uh like Geek Squad. Like he's just <laughs> like, and then he comes in, and they're like, and he's an independent fighter. Oof. And I was like, what is it? Yeah. So he's extra fucked. I was like, <laughs> that means he trains in his garage. Exactly. <laughs> I was, that's what I said. I was like, what does that mean? Like, he doesn't train at a gym. He just yeah. probably watches YouTube videos and punches a punching bag at the local gym. I was like, oh, man. So this is not. And dude, immediately he gets hit with like this fucking switch body kick. And I was like, oh, God. Okay. This is done. This is over. Mm. And it was. It was a fucking mess. But I was like, you know what? Respect to him, though. Because he's like, I don't give a fuck. Um, it was one of, and he fought one of Tim's guys, I believe, from Gladiators. Oh, I think yeah. he, um, his name is Tyler Listy, is the guy who. Yeah, I you know, know Tyler. Who, yeah. So Tyler was the guy that beat him up, I believe. Tyler's He's the guy that yoked won. Too. He's yoked. That's yeah, what I'm saying. He, you look at Tyler's that build. Dude used to be a lot bigger though, like a lot. Yeah, he's because he he fights at like a a lower weight, like bantam weight or something. Fifty-five or forty-five now. Okay, but like when I first met Tyler, like he was a stereotypical. <clears throat> You know, gym rat that just wanted to try out like some MMA stuff to be like, oh, I could do this. But he stuck with it, unlike a lot of the dudes. 
Yeah. Dude, he lost a ton of weight. Like, he was a big old just yoke guy, you know? He lost a ton of, like, weight and really leaned down into, like, that more, like, a fighter physique where, you know, you're pretty lean and stuff and lighter weights. So. Yeah. So, kudos to that guy. Yeah, dude. And, and that dude just stepped in with him. I was like, all right, respect. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I, I've said this to a few people. And it's just because we're talk, talking about, like, experience and stuff. I wanted to tell you that it's, I think it's so funny now. <clears throat> when I first started training, I think I had, like, I think this was my second day training. Like, we used to, in school, we used to do, like, jujitsu, what we thought was jujitsu, <laughs> what we saw in UFC. Yeah. And like, we, like, we'd be in the locker room, like, doing matches. And I was always, like, I was super into UFC, so I would I would beat people just because I've watched more UFC than them. <laughs> that was literally the only reason I'd win. That's funny, too, because, like, sometimes it's like that. <laughs> yeah. But, so that's, like, the only training I'd had. It was, like, my second day training with Ruben. This was back when we were still in, like, in the garage. Like, he didn't, we didn't have a gym yet. It wasn't even, a gym wasn't even thought about really yet. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I kind of want to go to a tournament right now just to see how I do. <laughs> and Ruben, dude, he was so nice. He was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> just like, all right, yeah, maybe. And we just, he, I'd never end up doing it. But, like, think about it now. Like, how fucking dumb was that for me to say that? Because, dude, I went and did one You're tournament not- now. Man, you're not alone because, like, I know you know how many times I've heard that, man. Like, just from like, like white belts and stuff. Like, it's such a crazy. It's it's fun because it's like one, the longer you don't you do jujitsu and stuff, you're just like you've seen it all. Yeah, you know? yeah. We had a guy like the first day I ever trained with this dude. He was the only thing I can describe him was a uh, prison strong. Like, oh uh, yeah, he he wasn't big dude. He's probably like your size, but just like real compact. Strong mm-hmm. as fuck, like a little man. tank, dude. And like he, we went on a trip with him one time to a tournament. And he's telling us like all about the hardships he had and just like some really dark shit. I'm just like, damn. So he's like, yeah, my dad would punish me, and make me do push-ups and shit. And I'm just like, okay, hmm. yeah, it's from crazy shit. And well, he did white belt tournament IBJJF and like he won like four matches, got gold. He was like, ah, like ripped his gi open, beating his chest, and we're just like. Calm down, motherfucker. Calm down. Yeah, it's just relax. a white belt tournament. Like, you're 100% stronger than all these dudes. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm going to go Worlds as a white belt. I'm winning that I'm winning that shit. Every belt rank. Like, just, and he was like, I think he was like 28, 29 at the time. This is a white belt. I'm just like, dude, like, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but you're probably not going to do that. Yeah. No, not at all. That's, like, that's why, even, like, I've only been, <clears throat> like, I say, like, I've been training, like, over a year now. Not really because my work schedule, I miss, yeah. I miss like, you know, whatever nights I'm working. So it's really more like seven months of like actual class time. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, so I did that one tournament at probably, I'd probably been had actual like five months of class time training, six months, maybe I did that one tournament and it was like, it wasn't that I wasn't prepared skill wise. I just was like overwhelmed with the whole thing. Yeah. Like the, cause it wasn't slap bump let's roll yeah it's overwhelming it was, it, and so i got overwhelmed and literally like i was driving home from that tournament thinking like i can't believe i fucking thought i was gonna go do that <laughs> shit with a day of tra- of actual training a, like an hour of actual training yeah it was fucking stupid that's the uh, the funny thing about like watching mma with no training it's like yeah, you see submissions and positions and stuff, but you don't know how to fucking get there. Like, yeah. I was 15, and I'd be like, hey, man, this is how you do a knee bar. And I'd just sit on the dude and grab his leg and, like, this is a knee bar. 
Like, you're just like, pulling like it back. Getting there, yeah. That's that's the big gap because my first day of jujitsu trick class ever, I grabbed a heel hook on somebody and tried to rip it off in the gi, and like they were obviously being really nice to me that day because yeah. they were just like, "All right, it's your first day." Second day, they kicked my ass. Like I stuck with it though. Like it, it was rough, and that's what the jujitsu. This I was trying to think about this the other day. Um, I'm a fucking psycho. Like if I'm in the car. I don't play like music or anything. I podcast. <laughs> I do the same thing. I don't. I don't even do podcasts really anymore. If no I do music, listen, nothing, no noise, silence. Oh God! If I do, <laughs> if I do listen to anything, it's a podcast. But usually, it's just silence because I have so many like less things to think about. Like I'm just like I'm going, mm. I'm driving. This is it, and it's so like you're saying you're a serial killer. It's gotcha. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's my it's like my time to think. And for whatever reason, I was thinking about jujitsu, and I was like, literally, probably fifty percent of it is just like mindset and attendance like yeah. if you just fucking show up and understand that you're not gonna be great you're gonna you'll be fine yeah you as will, far as like you will your get progression. better if you show up you know yeah. that's that's a cool thing it's like you don't it's not like football if you show up in football for 10 years you'll get a little better but not not as be- as good as this dude who can freaking run a 4440 you know yeah seriously like jiu-jitsu some people like, are just naturally gifted at, at be, like naturally gifted like athletes yeah. And they can go from never playing um dude, I think like Jimmy Graham who of tight end yeah. uh he was for the Saints for a while mm-hmm. yeah, Bears Seahawks and shit too. Seahawks, huh? yeah, bounced around. Uh he's still playing for the Bears. Really? Right wow. now. Yeah, but he uh dude, he never played football until his senior year of uh college. Holy shit. <laughs> never played football until his senior year of college and they're like, Such dude, a freak, man. They're like, dude, you're fucking good. And he's like, "Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm good." And he played at Miami. And was dominant in the NFL for a while. I love those stories. Like, you see these dudes that are like, yeah, I played rugby, you know? Like, he's like some dude that's, like, from New Zealand something. Like, like yeah, I played rugby my entire life. Uh, this college was like, hey, come play football for us for, like, a year or two. And I went to the NFL. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I love those stories. Those are my favorite. They're like, dudes that wrestled throughout college and stuff. And they were like, yeah, I guess I'm playing football now. Yeah. It's like, oh, Oh, that's how it works. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. that's like uh like Brock Lesnar also yeah. played in the NFL. So did uh Freak Steve athlete. Austin, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, Stone Cold did. I think didn't did Kurt Angle? No, I don't think so. No, he was. I think he was too busy being an Olympic wrestler. Yeah, I don't think he. Then The Rock. The he was, Rock freaking. He uh, played in Miami. Played I, Miami. From all from all accounts, he sucked. Really? Yeah. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. That's disappointing. That's why he didn't talk about it. <laughs> That's why he was like, "No, nah, dude, remember." Do you smell what I'm cooking? Just yeah. remember that. And then they were trying to Let's get Gabriel about... Stevenson, the uh, the Olympic champ. Yeah, he's going like, to WWE. I think <laughs> that's the way it go. Probably less injuries and more money. Their fucking schedule sucks. Really? Their schedule is tough. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're like the way they travel and they're like constantly doing shows. Mm-hmm. Are you a wrestling fan? Like WWE? No. Thank God. Can't dude. stand it. Good. <laughs> Let's fucking get into it, dude. But I fucking can't stand wrestling. I, I ain't gonna lie. I would go where the money's at. I'm just saying, like, yeah. Ronda Rousey hey. and all them motherfuckers, like, hey, more power to you. Chase the dollar, dude. Seriously. It's like Dustin Poirier fighting Conor McGregor the second time, man, third time. And who knows what will happen in the future? Maybe a fourth fucking time. I'm just like, hey, man, more power to you. That's a if, money fight. If the fight's there, yeah, if the, if the money fight's there, being like... Fuck it, because one thing I noticed with Dustin, um, I think it was after the, I want to say it was after he fought Connor the second time and he knocked him out. Mm-hmm. He said something in an interview like he was he was like talking about his future fights and he was talking about Connor again, 
Nate Diaz. He only talked about like big name. Big he name, didn't talk yeah. about a title. He he quit talking about a title. I said, I think he's almost done. Yeah. I think he's almost done because he's talking he's about He's in the, his early thirties. I mean But he's fought since he was Nineteen, eighteen, seven, probably younger, probably younger. Yeah. Knowing him, probably younger. Shit, I've seen posters of that motherfucker from like oh five. You know, when he still had hair. Somebody, <laughs> told, somebody told me that he used to, in like, whenever he had like fights in school, like high school and stuff, he would invite guys to the police station because he knew they were going to go to jail. And he's like, let's just fight there, like let's just fight in the parking lot. I never there. heard that. That's damn. <laughs> that's pretty gangster. If that's I mean, true. I'm, I want to say he's from, like, the north side of Lafayette. The north side of Lafayette's kind of rough, you know? Is like, it? Oh, yeah. That's where Daniel Cormier is from. He went to yeah. north side high school. Daniel Cormier did. Yeah. And, like, like north side high school, like, probably some of the better athletes in the Lafayette area. But, dude, a lot of them don't stick to, like, school and shit, man. It's like, it's, it's a little, I think, I believe it's a little bit lower income area, you know? It's like Beaumont. Like I guess, say like Beaumont. <laughs> yeah. like they got good athletes, but uh, yeah, none of them want to go to school and shit. You know, yeah, they're too busy fucking around. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's hard to blame somebody that wants to chase a dollar like that. You know, like yeah, I don't, I, dude, I don't. If what's it, if uh, Gable Stevenson, if he wants to go to wrestling to get his money, yeah. I one hundred percent understand. Chase, I mean, he's still in college too. He's still going back to wrestle for Minnesota, dude. Which is fucking insane he that you can, can be an Olympic gold medalist and like, then go back to college. I don't, I don't even... Exactly, I know. Wrestle these dudes at college. Like, I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, I'm a fucking first-year freshman. You just see him, you're like... And like, oh, I have to wrestle the Olympic champ? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, this is wonderful. This is gonna suck. <laughs> this dude backflips. He's 200 fucking, like, 40, 50 pounds. Like, yeah, at least. Jeez. Dude, I think the Olympics should have a average person compete <laughs> in every event. To just set the bar, be like, look, this is this is you. This is stop yeah. criticizing the fucking pole and, vaulter. That's you. Yeah, people fucking. <clears throat> have you ever seen people who try to do a pole vault and then they like fuck up and they end up launching the bar like way yes. behind them? They need because that's what's gonna happen. This somebody is, who doesn't uh, know what Steve they're doing. Johnson from Ohio. Yeah, he works at Kmart and yeah. he works out two days a week. Yeah. This guy used to run track in high school and now he's gonna run a hundred meter next to <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. uh, Usain Bolt or whoever fucking won it this year. But, like, if people could see that, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This is Bob. He played football in high school, and the way he describes it, he was real strong. He's going to try and uh, clean and jerk today. Yeah. And then he maxes out, and he yeah. maxes out, you know, whatever he thinks is a good number. And then somebody, like, then the people actually compete, the real Olympians, you're like, oh, this is a different thing. Yeah. This is so different. That's like if you, I, um, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine about that. We've talked about the same thing before, about how they need average people in there. And this buddy of mine, he was saying how his max deadlift was like four something, which is pretty, pretty yeah. four hundred pounds I mean, is pretty solid. Depending and, on how much he weighs and how big he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, he's a pretty big dude, but uh, I mean, regardless, four hundred pounds yeah, yeah. is four hundred pounds. And uh, then we looked up like Eddie Hall, who <laughs> has like the record, and it's like eleven hundred pounds. Mm. He's like 400, okay. yeah. 400 pounds is like strong for like a normal person. Yeah. He's like, he's you're a strong guy. Man, my, my buddy I work with, he that was 400 pounds. It's like very cool. This guy almost did three times that much. It's funny. It's like you get those dudes that are like just like country strong, like big, just yeah, dense dude. motherfuckers that are like. He's been carrying deer feed forever. Oh my God. Like and fucking I've, hay bales. Though, some of those people are my favorite people to like start jujitsu because like. It's a clean slate, but it's like, 
got so much potential. Yes. Like fuck yeah. Oh man. I love I love people like that. Like like sometimes like when you get like high quality high caliber athletes from other sports. Yeah. They already kind of have in their brain like and I'm a, I'm an athlete. I already know what to do. And it's like this is this is not similar to basketball or football or shit. Like, right. This is different. Yeah. Like, you don't know what the fuck to do. Listen to me. You know? Trust me. Some of <laughs> these dudes, like, they think they know best. And it's like, so that's sometimes a problem with that shit, you know? Yeah. Ego can get in the way, but if anything fixes it, it's jujitsu. Yeah. So, nothing fixes your ego like somebody built like me or, or Sipo just yeah. choking you out and you have not being able to do anything about it. Well, you gotta, they gotta stick with it. Yeah. You know, it's... I, I make up random fucking statistics in my head and like fucking send them though. Yeah, that's like, what I <laughs> this, you know like out probably two out of ten dudes that are like that. They're super big ego. They're either hardcore gym rats or previous like collegiate athlete. Probably two out of ten of them are gonna stick with jujitsu when they try it. You know, maybe less than that though. Maybe less. Two if you're. I mean, two might be generous. The people. I'm being generous. I, yeah, I think that I think the number of people how. How many people have you seen who've been like, or how many people do you know? That's a good way to put it. How many people do we know that have been like, oh yeah, I did a boxing class, or like they've done oh, a boxing class, or I used a to box as a class. kid. That's my, that's one of the ones I hear all the time. Like, yeah, man, I used to box as a kid. Uh, do you think jujitsu's for me? I'm like, no, because you're full of shit already. Yeah, because <laughs> you did a free boxing class, yeah. or you did a free week. Box as a kid, like you, you, did, <laughs> you did a free week, or you fought with your brother. That's the only yeah. two options, and. You're not where you think you are. Yeah. But I used to think like back when I wrestled in high school, like, dude, if we could just get this football player, that basketball player, like our wrestling team would be so good. But then I'm like, no, I probably wouldn't. Like, yeah, they're athletes, but it's like all those dudes are just like their egos too much, you know? Yeah. But if it's also in high school, I feel like, like, so, so y'all have wrestling in Louisiana? Not much, <laughs> but yes. So we, like, we uh, don't really have it at all in Texas, or over, or well, not in our area, schools down not here. Too much, yeah, not down here. Going towards Houston stuff, it's pretty big. Okay, like and up towards Dallas, it's pretty damn big. But yeah. like, it's weird because like there's these little gaps in Texas where there's not shit. And same thing with Louisiana though, because like when I was in high school, so like Lafayette area, I went to Acadiana, and uh, we had a wrestling team. It was kind of shitty, just because like they focus all their all their power into football and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but then you go over towards New Orleans and you got all these little Catholic schools, you got all these little all boys schools and which is a weird correlation between being really good at wrestling, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But dude, they're fucking studs. But when you compare those dudes to a state like Iowa, Kansas, oh, Minnesota, that fucking, they wrestle all year round. Those dudes are their like JV guys. Like our yeah. state champions, Louisiana are like, Pennsylvania third string wrestlers, you know, yeah. it's crazy that just there's levels of that shit, man. That's the dude. Wrestling is probably the probably the hardest sport as far as like high school sports goes. It's tough. It's fucking because even in high school you're cutting weight. Yeah, even in high school, That's like such you, a shitty thing too. Fuck cutting weight, dude. I did it for this tournament. The Fuck the one weight. tournament I did, and I was like, this kind of it. It wasn't a hard cut. I think, like I said on the last podcast. I cut I cut the weight multiple times during like the leading up to it, and I would I would cut it and be like, "How much time? That took me to three days. I've got another two weeks before the tournament. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. I'm I've got time." And so I'd put it back on, cut it again. It was it was an easy cut, 
But just like whenever I had to be disciplined towards the end, where I'm like, all right, I cannot put it back on. Yeah, dude, it was so frustrating. Just <laughs> just eating a piece of beef jerky for like 20 minutes because I was like, this. Uh, I gotta. I can't just like. I'm on one piece of beef jerky because I'm like I got two. I'm a little over dramatic when I cut weight. Like I fucking hate it. Like the most weight I cut one time. Like I had a tournament at the end of January, so mm-hmm. for the whole month of January, I uh, I cut weight. I was like I cut like 13 pounds, but over the whole month, what's it? In isn't that bad? No. But I cut weight hard, man. Like I like to lift and I like to eat, and those two are not great for cutting weight Mm -mm. so like i usually maintain like that's my thing i maintain weight i don't like cutting i don't like gaining what do you walk around at uh between 190 and 195 depending on how much i'm eating (laughs) like if we go on vacation or something like 195 oh yeah thick (laughs) maybe 200 (laughs) yeah but if like i've been training a bunch and like we haven't been out to eat and shit me and my wife like i'm like 188 199 190 yeah but if i'm getting ready for a tournament I'll start eating a little bit cleaner, training a little bit more, so I'll get down to, like, 185. Like, that's what I fought at, was 185. That's not a bad And I'll walk around, 190. Yeah. So, like, five that's pounds in a few days, like... You didn't have to cut water. You could just... No. Or you could. You could just do, like, water the day of the weigh-ins. Yeah, I mean, I just stopped eating as much, you know? That's exactly what I did. I fucking hate cutting weight, dude. I hate it with a passion. Yeah. Especially for jujitsu. Like, it's not gonna... I don't think, me personally, I don't think it makes that big of a difference unless you're like the bottom of a huge ass weight class. For ADCC, like, you know, the weight class is like 25 pounds apart or some shit like that. It's like 145, 170, I believe it's like 195-ish. Like, they're, they're big gaps because, you know, the weight class is actually in kilograms. So, like, mm. if you're like at the bottom of one of those, yeah, you should probably cut a little bit of weight. Like, you don't want to be like... 173 fighting up dudes are like cutting from 210 to 195 yeah right? yeah because so, i'd be i'd i'd be at the bottom uh, or i'd be kind of yeah i'd be at the bottom of the 170 because i'd walk around like 175 yeah so, so i'd be definitely want to get into the 77 kilogram division but if i'm going to the fucking naga or something yeah i'm good yeah I'm, no you're fine I'll be fine you see tyler cuts for i don't think it's i don't IBJJF. think you get that much of i don't think you get that much of an advantage like strength wise because that's really what you're kind of looking for is like size, maybe a size advantage and some strength. Man, I've noticed like this is just my personal what works for me is like I'm 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 just as strong as most of the dudes in like the weight class above me. Mm-hmm. It's the dudes are like a lot faster than me that will do a lot better than me. Yeah. So like I don't want to cut to that weight class below me. These little fast fuckers, you know, they're you know bouncing all around me and shit. Like nah, man, like. I'll go against the bigger dude that's stronger. He's usually slower. Yeah. Oh, at the dude, one hundred percent. That's because that's like the the first match I had in in my tournament. He was wasn't strong, wasn't anything like that. It was just like the speed of it. I was like, okay, oh, I'm finally because I tried to train with people more my size. Because yeah. I'm sure you know you know the people we have at Wolfden are fucking huge. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> yeah, we just have like some a ton of heavyweights at Wolfden. And so, like, I'm used to dealing with strength. I'm yeah. used to dealing with size. I needed to find speed to get used to for the tournament. Couldn't really find it. And uh, that's usually people that beat me in, in like, tournaments and shit. Yeah. It's like, the dude that's a little bit quicker and stuff. Like, if I do absolute division. Yeah. I got beat by this one dude one time. He was, like, 145 pounds. Like, he couldn't submit me, but, like, he kept sweeping me and sweeping me. I was mm-hmm. like, motherfucker. Yeah. That's why I think if the next tournament I do, I'm not going to cut 
any weight to go down the next. I'm just going to stay where I'm at because. That's the way to do it, man. In my opinion. Well, Some people look at it a lot differently. Well, because my advantage in the gym at Wolfden is speed. Yeah. It's because, I mean, people, you know, they're strong. They'll try to, like, snap me mm-hmm. down or something. And it's like I my reaction to it is so fast that even if they do snap me, usually I can, like, I can turn, invert. I can yeah. do something you to get scramble. it. I can yeah. scramble and get it. And anytime we do scramble where you end up in an awkward position and then you both kind of like, ah, oh, we have to bail on it. Yeah. And you bail, I, I usually win those scrambles. Yeah. You know, 9.9 times out of 10, I'm going to win that scramble just because I'm fast. There's definitely an art behind scrambling. Some people I have haven't. Some I people haven't don't. learned it yet. Yeah. I just, I just know I'm fast. Yeah. And so, it, like, by the time I'm up to where I can re-engage, that people are still kind of gathering yeah. themselves. That's my, my advantage. Definitely, the uh, speed advantage definitely helps, man. Like, like I really, uh, I, I, unless you're fighting like ultra heavy and you're fighting like Buchecher or something, like I think. Speed advantage is where it's at. Yeah, I would I would say so. Because, I mean, everybody kind of... I mean, we say that, but then you look at, like, the people who are at the top of the game, there's definitely some strength that goes into... Look at fucking, like, Gordon Ryan. Yeah, but those, those Stupid are, jacked. Andre Gaval. I mean, he's he's short, but fucking jacked. Yeah. It's, he's, um... He's got tits, dude. Yeah, he's got, he's got monster traps, too. But those dudes are like, you know, plus 200 and stuff. Like, yeah. you know, you look at these dudes like Roberto Jimenez and the Rotolo brothers. Like, yeah, that's they are true. Fast as that's fuck. true. If they get on your back, you are fucked. And they're very fast at getting on your back. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> but yeah, he, especially Roberto. Oh He's, my God. I mean, I've been watching him for a while. I've never had a match with him. I'm pretty happy I haven't. Because, like, there was like there's like a point where like he was a blue belt and I was a purple belt. Then he was a purple belt, I was a purple belt. Then I got my brown belt, and he was a brown belt. She was like, fuck. I was like, this dude just oh, won't leave me alone. And like I was I'm medium heavy and he was heavy. And then I was just like, Well, hopefully I won't have to fight this motherfucker. He's good as shit. Yeah. Like I mean, I'd love to train with him. For sure. That's the thing, is like I wanna train with the best dudes out there, you know? Like yeah. like I like to I love to travel and train. That's like I love it. You know, I almost love that more than competing. Just because, you know, competing, you know, it's super strict, rigid, like, oh, I got to win. You know, mm-hmm. traveling, training, you know, it's a little bit more lax. Like, you can learn shit from people and, like. It's fun to just meet people, though. Yeah, meet people, hang out, just go who, train with them. Who's, really somebody that you, who's somebody big that you've trained with? Like, uh, famous-wise? Jeez. Uh, in, you know, in our community, yeah. <laughs> the, Ran- the Randy brothers are pretty big. Yeah. Like, they're always fucking really fun to train with. I actually got to train with Dustin a while back. Dustin Porter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because he has a house. He lives in Youngsville. and He'll go out to Florida and shit. And uh, I got to train some Nogi with him. That was super fun. He's hard. He's strong as fuck. He's not that big, though. Mm. Like, he probably walks around about 180. He's strong. Yeah. It's hard to move around. Let's see. Who else, man? Like, man, I've been, you know. Oh, I got to train with Keenan one time. He, oh, Cornelius. That was absolutely miserable. Just, <laughs> was that a seminar? And he was just like, do 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 do. He's just, just like doing lifting me up. Wants. I'm just like, you're, dude, you're lifting me by like a single gear grip. But like, you dude, know? It's, it's see, the, this is what's fun about talking, like talking about to people who are like also in this community and like, like I'm so new in it compared to you know you and like uh, Ruben and like even like a purple belt. Yeah, you know, you they're still 
years and years from being a, a black belt, but the years that they've already put in, it's like, dude, you've been through so much shit that I'm still like gonna get to experience. It's like, dude, the it's so defeating sometimes being like, oh, I'm in good position here. I can't. Okay, I got my base here, and then you're just fucking up in the air, and you're like, what in the fuck happened? Something something went wrong. Yeah, one of the probably one of the best pieces of advice I can give to anyone that wants to get you know better quicker in jujitsu is watch jujitsu and be a fan of jujitsu. Yeah, you know that's one thing. Like I've no like me and Tyler really vibed about is like he's a super big fan of jujitsu. You know, like I can reference a match from like Worlds from like four or five years ago and be like, oh, do I remember watching that match? I'm like, fuck yeah, man, like. Dude, like, all these big events, like Worlds and Pans, how they're on Flow Grappling, or ADCC, yeah. dude, watch that shit. Watch what the best dudes are doing in the world, and, like, I wouldn't say, like, mimic them, but, like, see what they're doing, you know? Like, if that's something that can be part of your game, get good at that shit, you know? Like, yeah. like the heavy wrestling for ADCC and stuff, you know, you watch, like, Andre Gavao, he just took Felipe Pena down a shit ton of times, and he says, you know, like, the double collar tie on the inside, you know, it's real hard to, you know, you're pulling down on their neck, which is putting strain on their upper back, which is putting strain on the lower back. So eventually over the course of the match, he's playing the long game, you know, their back gets tired. So they're, they're not as low. So they're standing more straight up. The takedowns are easier. And it's mm. like, you start watching like these high level dudes compete and shit. And you see little tricks. You're like, okay, that's like, like for the longest time is dudes are getting to the back. They're, Everybody's finishing from the back. That's the highest percentage finish rate is from the back. You know, even Gordon Ryan, you know, ADCC, yeah. he kept taking them back, taking them back, taking them back, finishing dudes. And it's like, we really need to work on getting to the back and staying on the back. Yeah. You know, like, you just got to see what the highest level dudes are doing and be like, okay, this could work for me. Ah, that's probably not going to work for me. You know, and like, be a fan of it, you know? Yeah. Once, Especially once you've been in it uh, long enough to, because there's some things. Like, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying, but there, I feel like there's some things that you have to, like, experience and understand at first. Like, you have to understand, like, your build. Like, your build. So there's some things that are not going to be for you because of your build. Yeah. Like, um... No, that 100%. I tell people that shit all the time, man. So, like, if you, so like me, like... <clears throat> I mean, people in my weight class, I can do triangles. Yeah. But like triangles not really my, are not really my game. But also I'm not a big strong dude, so I'm not I'm not gonna be looking to arm triangle a ton of people. Yeah. Or like do any like big man moves. So if I'm sitting there watching somebody like uh Andre, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Or or uh Nicky Rod, who's fucking yeah. enormous. It makes no sense. Yeah. Nicky Rod, um I can definitely still learn <laughs> something. He's super entertaining to watch, oh, but for sure. half the shit he does, it's just like you're not doing that. Yeah. It's not happening. No. Like, he fucking cartwheeled over a dude's back at ADCC trials and choked him out. I'm just like, that dude's a black belt. He's been training for fucking a long-ass time, and you just cartwheeled over his guard. Okay, Dude, cool. but that, that's what... So, me and Devin, who's a security... The security guard I was talking about. Me and him were talking about that. We were talking about... He... he uh, After the last podcast, he went and looked up the video I was talking about from uh, Tyler's tournament, where he did, like, that kind of m mm-hmm. dive and hit it. And he was like, dude, that's fucking crazy he did that. I said, no, it's crazier than, like, than you think. I said, that dude is not, like, that dude's also a black belt. Yeah. That dude, at this point, has dedicated his life to jujitsu. Yeah. Like, when, you, when you're a black belt, you've dedicated so much time. Like, it's a part of, it's a part of you. Yeah. And I was like, and 
I was like, now granted, he beat Tyler three times this year. I said, but at the, dude's a stud, man. I was like, but in the same, but in the same breath, you know, Tyler just it doesn't matter about those other three wins because Tyler just had a viral moment against yeah, him. Yeah, he got the last and, one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so I was like, it's fucking insane that he was even able to do that. But yeah, there's being a fan of it and, and watching it, you can definitely take something from That's everybody. Half the battle, man. You can definitely take something from everybody that you watch. But you just have to at least like know your you know your be limits. Realistic, yeah. Be realistic about yeah. it and be like, I, like me, I'm not gonna be blast doubling a lot of people, just because. I mean, unless it's a tournament, people yeah. more my size, sure. But like, if I'm in the gym, it's not my game. Yeah, it's not my game. I'm I'm quick. I'm gonna try to shuck under, take your back, I'll do some stuff like that. I'm not gonna uh, really do any big power moves. Yeah, or try to or like try to snap somebody down. Like Ruben, yeah. Ruben's strong as fuck. He's strong as <laughs> shit. Yeah, the, I, I think I've been close to taking him down one time, and it was because I like pretended to do a snap, and then when he he stepped forward, I caught a single leg and was like going. But he he said I was close, but it's still it. <laughs> ah, close but no dice. He's like he's like yeah he's like that was close. I'm like mm, close for like realistically close or like close for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always like that when you train with like somebody that's like way above you like yeah i trained with davi ramos when i was a blue belt you know who that is Mm-mm. so he's a current ufc fighter but he's an adcc champion and i think 2017 or 15 mm-hmm. and uh he's a he's built like a brick shit house so like i met him he was a guest instructor back in like 2012 or something at the gladiators when i was over there and uh like, you know, barely spoken English and this and that. Like, he showed a knee bar one day, and I tried it on him. And, like, I grabbed it. And I was like, ah. And then he was just like, he gave me that look. And he was just like, nah. And he, he was like, oh, it was close, though. I'm like, but was it? it? Yeah, was <laughs> it, though? Because, like, you proceeded to choke the shit out of me after I grabbed it. <laughs> Somebody told me, like, you can tell if so, if you can tell if it's something's close because they'll actually, like, def- have to defend it. Yeah. And that's when, like, you were you were doing what you were supposed to do. <laughs> it depends Dude. what it is because sometimes like you can keep that poker face that's another thing man. yeah that too if you like if you have a shitty poker face and you're just like grunting and like people are gonna be like oh, i almost got you yeah i'm close but if you have like that solemn like but we had a, face see we're here to the flip side of that we had a guy who used to train with us who had the worst poker face <laughs> the were doing something as simple as like you know, sometimes you're just like it's kind of a dick move. Sometimes you'll be in like half guard side control, and you're you're just putting your forearm on their neck to mm-hmm. like make them uncomfortable or whatever. If you did that, you you would think like, oh, I'm about to get him. I'm about to tap him out because he's mm-hmm. like just looking at his face. Yeah. He looks like he's in the most pain ever. Would not fucking tap to anything. <laughs> would not. This dude would not tap. Sounds to, stubborn, <laughs> dude. Yeah, he. I mean, ex marine, like oh, you know, yeah. he uh would not tap to anything and. Like right now, my my go to move that I'm kind of getting everybody with it's what I won the tournament with is a straight ankle, and I've had I've had him in one many times, and good I know I can look at the look at my uh, where I'm at and everything I'm like okay I'm good, and his face it looks like his shin is about to break, <laughs> and he's just like no I'm good I'm good but it's just that so you don't so he has the poker face that's so shitty. That it looks yeah. like everything hurts. It's misdirection, yeah. Yeah, it's misdirection. So it looks like everything. It's like laughing. It's like if you if you played poker and you laughed every time you looked at your cards, people yeah. eventually be like, okay, I'm I'm not sure yeah. what's going on here. Eventually. Eventually. So yeah, that's it. 
I heard but, I got caught an ankle lock the other day by Brandon, big Brandon, the blue belt, tall Brandon, tall yeah. ass motherfucker. I keep trying to straight ankle him too. It makes and no like, sense. And uh, he's got such long legs. <laughs> so he had it, and like I was just looking, I'm just sitting there, and like it, it hurt, but it was like all right, nothing's gonna pop. And like he kept pulling, I was just like, damn, this actually kind of hurts. So I was just like stoic. I was like, Mm-mm. and eventually I got the grip broke. I ankle locked him back. So it is possible, guys. It is possible. I ankle lock Brandon. Sorry, Brandon, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Don't give up. Follow your dreams. Ankle lock <laughs> that tall motherfucker. I've tried. You know, he's like I said on, on another. I think it was. I think I said his last episode. I had his foot, or maybe we were just talking off off air or whatever. But I had his foot, and I was like, "Okay, oh, this is my go-to move. I'm a straight <laughs> straight ankle." And he just like extended his leg, and his foot was like three feet past me. I was like, "Yeah, all right." You gotta change. Got the a angle lot of work knee to, on that one. Yeah, they like, got a lot of work to do on this one. But uh, I've done that too, though, where people, you know what my, you know what, this is, this only, you you already know the belt color of the people who this works on. They'll have, have a submission and it's close where I'm like, I'm kind of in trouble. And I'll just sit there and look at them. Same thing, poker face. And I'll go, nope, that's not it. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it like, I'll say them like, that's not going to do it. And they'll give up on it. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell people like, I'll grab like a arm or something like that i'll get grip like defending it and if i can make eye contact i'm like you have to break that motherfucker i'm not tapping (laughs) joking i would tap but like sure like i'll tell him like "Mm -mm, not today you better break it (laughs) yeah so y'all so if anybody that i train with at wolfden or shit or olympic if y'all ever hear me like nope that's not gonna work you're you're probably pretty close (laughs) you're probably pretty close that's my go-to move i'm just like nah that's not gonna do it, and they lose confidence. They're like, fuck, <laughs> you've lost all confidence. <laughs> they're like, shit. They'll like move on or try to readjust, which you know deep, sometimes up, helps. Deep exhale. Whew. I'm like, all right, play cool, play cool. Did you see? Uh, speaking of all these fighters, these jujitsu guys that we're talking about, you see uh, Dylan Dennis get choked out by that security guard yeah, at that bar. I didn't look into it too much, but I saw he's like all fucked up and he got rested and shit. I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, they they say he they say he got choked. Like the title, of course, is that he got choked out. No, he's just getting restrained. He got he the dude took his back and had like a a rear naked choke. But if you like watch the video, he like kind of has everything tucked and he's just like sitting there like talking. Yeah, but the dude's like, and I was like. If Gordon Ryan is security or something like who who the fuck took when I read I read the headline first I was like who the fuck just choked out Gordon Ryan at a, or uh, uh, Dylan, Dylan Dennis at a bar like what kind of security do they have at this fucking I place feel bad for that guy because like he's kind of losing his shit huh yeah he's I think it's be around Connor too much and shit when he was around him Connor McGregor's a fucking jackass but uh yeah. He's Fucking losing. Dennis, man, like he's really talented in jujitsu. You know, he's like really good. Yeah. On the up, up and coming. You know, trained it with Marcelo, and he got kicked out. Of Marcelo's him and uh Manchir Kara, and just, just kind of did nothing. He had that one Bellator fight, I think. I think Maybe he had two. One. Have I think one? he had two. And and it's just he, like, uh... like damn, man. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's one of them. yeah maybe because he does kind of act like Connor. Yeah, so he maybe had a lot that's of potential, dude. You know. Yeah, I mean his striking was dog shit, but you know, <laughs> yeah, his striking was dog shit. But he, um, yeah, he's one of him and it's crazy to say though because literally him and Connor are both kind of losing their shit. Yeah, like Connor's trying to fight Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, how much? I don't. I I really really don't know if it's like a ploy to get more boxing matches, considering they make so much fucking money off of them, or if he like 
he's played into it for so long that he's like living in his own little fancy world, you know? Yeah. He, um, I tried to see if Dylan, Dylan had more than one, uh, fight. I, I could have swore he did, but, uh, for some reason he doesn't have a Wikipedia, <laughs> but, uh, no shit. yeah, you never know with him. <laughs> you never, you never know with Connor what his motive is. He, speaking of that, he, so he, did you see his first pitch that he threw at the Cubs game? Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. It's fucking awful. Yeah. He like threw it in the stands. They're comparing him and Fifty Cent. They're like, Who's yeah. The worst? I'm like, <laughs> but he, but like, we you were, don't have to throw it like a fucking fastball, homie. Just throw it. Just but we were, t- toss but it. this is the thing we were talking about. You know how Connor's, Connor's, you know, one of those people who like he's like um, these social media stars. Like they know how to like create headlines and do something, mm-hmm. do something just it's to get all about attention. The clicks, man. It's all about just to get attention. Clicks. And so we were saying like, you know, he probably. There's a what are the chances that he did that on purpose? Because if he throws a if he throws a decent first pitch, nobody talks about it. Yeah. But the fact that it was so shitty, everyone <laughs> talks about it. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know what I mean? It's like there's a chance that he probably did, he could have done that on purpose. But I don't know, man. He's, but also when you spend your whole life fighting and not playing baseball, you're probably not gonna be great at throwing a baseball. So that's a good point. Also, I, I try not to pay attention to most of the shit he does. It's because so many millions of people do. I just try not to be another one. I'm just like, man, fuck that guy. I'd rather give attention to these other dudes. Like who? Who do you watch? Or who do you like right now? Man, MMA-wise? Yeah. I, like, I really like uh, a lot of these Russian dudes coming out, like of like Khabib's camps and stuff, like Islam Makashev. Yeah, Islam's Zabit. nasty. Bro, you know Zabit? Fuck yeah. Is it beat Magomed Shapirov? Did he? Fuck. So, no. Is he is he retiring? Down, th- yeah, they I said he was know. retiring. Uh, I think so. I don't think he did officially, but they said yeah, he was gonna be done. So they said that he like got COVID and fucked with his lungs and stuff, and is messing with his conditioning and shit. Cause like, the that's way gonna he, fuck up his game. Yeah, yeah, his game. Oh, he freaking just Does grinds whatever. you down. You know, yeah. he's got such a quick pace, lots of volume. Like that's his game. If he can't do that, he don't really. And he kind of still you know? throws some flashy shots here, yeah. there too. Like those, it's like some weird kicks. He's got some cool striking, but mm-hmm. he's got stupid grappling too. Like. Really you see that? Um, I forgot what they Sula stretch. Yes. There, it, dude. For one, the fact that they had two of those in a night was crazy. Yeah, Funk but, too. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, but so like, yeah, his striking was what most people talk about. It's like how like he has this like weird kind of weird dynamic striking, and then he does some shit like that, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, this good. Just this year's just good. You you know who I'm a big fan of right now is uh Giga. Chikaze. Oh yeah, he just knocked out uh Ed Barbosa. Barbosa. I was like, no, dude. I so he's another one that if you look at him like in like street wonder, clothes, I you're like, how good his grappling is though. I don't know. He's gonna find out eventually. He is. Or he's gonna have to find out eventually. They but, pad a lot of these dudes' records with strikers, you know, like Sean O'Malley and shit. So do you like Sean? I fucking hate Sean O'Malley. <laughs> I can't stand that curly headed fuck. Like. I talked about it on our podcast a while back. Like, who fires you fucking hate? I'm like, I fucking hate Sean O'Malley. Like, he's a jackass. He's a fuck. Like, yeah, he's pretty good with striking. He's got a little... He's fun to watch. He's got some power for 135, but I fucking can't stand that motherfucker. I think he's more like a... uh, He's like a baby Conor You know what he is? He's like like Izzy. He's like Izzy is not skill-wise, power-wise. Because uh, yeah. Izzy's not a Izzy. He's pretty accurate. Izzy so knocks people connects, out. Yeah, but it's it's like accuracy. It's yeah. like he just like puts it where it needs to be, and, and that's like, what does it. I believe was it a uh, Cheeto Vera. Yeah, beat, beat 
Sure. Beach, uh, yeah, he shut his leg down. Yeah. So, like, those dudes like him that are real gritty and built like a brick shit house that can grapple too, yeah. they're going to beat him all the time. Yeah. Like, you put him against... Funkmaster fucks him up probably nine times out of ten. I think he may get caught that one time just because Sean's pretty accurate. But, yeah. like... Get caught with something weird. Those like dudes when, with, like, elite grappling are going to fuck O'Malley up. Yeah. They he, padded that dude's record, man. Maybe not, like, the padded, UFC, but... Well, they, they kind of... Because if you look, okay, so if you look at like Sean O'Malley, you know who he's like? He's like Paige Van Zandt. Oh, I can't he got, stand her either. He Fuck. Got, <laughs> hey, but. Yeah. She pisses me yeah. off so bad. <laughs> yeah, but she's the only eyes. So. <laughs> Not in the face, but sorry. But, but that's, <laughs> that's why she, but that's honestly, that's probably part of why, why she got to where she was mm-hmm. so fast is because she was, she was, you know, a hot chick that could fight. She's marketable. Yeah, she's marketable, and, and that's like I, Sean. I the same I, I thing. I fucking get it. You know, like these dudes are real marketable. Like the that dude Patty Pimblet or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, he just had his debut and almost got knocked out. Fucker. Like because they put him on the main card first UFC fight. I'm like they start hyping him before he even had a fight. I'm just like son of a bitch. Here we go. You know, like I don't hate every single person the UFC tries to hype, but like some of them just like. Some of them don't deserve They're it. He's fucking he, annoying. But also, Patty, good. Patty almost got knocked out. Like he took some hard yeah. fucking shots in his in his fight, and he and then he goes on an interview on a Pat McAfee show, and he's like, "That's part of my game plan. I'm not in the fight until I get hit, and I can." Mm. Just, I'm like, well, "That's a bad game plan. That's a, that's a bold move, Cotton. Let's yeah. see if it pays off for him." Like he's like, "That's not a good You're a jackass, dude. Fucking idiot. Yeah, goddamn. Because somebody, somebody." When you start getting up closer to like the top fifteen, and then maybe mm-hmm. get into the top fifteen, somebody's gonna knock you the fuck out. Yeah. Or they're gonna rock you, take you down, and then you're gonna be fucked. Because yeah. then you're in. You, then you have I, to do the grappling game. I do like to see that kind of thing. Like, I feel like that's a uh, a tell of like a really smart fight, like a guy with a really high fight IQ. You know, they yeah. hit somebody with like something, get them wobbly, put them against the fence, take them down, then finish them on the ground. Like, man, you smart. Like. You, you definitely don't want to rock some dude, come in stupid, and get caught. Like, like Pat a, Perry. Or, or Greg Hardy. Or Greg most Hardy. Recently. Or uh, was that Pete Sell back in the gap? I didn't see the Pete Sell one. So, Pete Sell versus Scott Smith is a weight. This is probably fucking 16 years ago. Damn. Uh, Scott Smith got hit in the body and, like, crumbled oh, over. Oh, he faked it. He was hurt. He was hurt. And he, like, Pete Sell ran in and he... I guess with the last little bit of energy, Scott Smith was just like, fuck this, and threw like a... Uh, kind of like an overhand. It was like something. A, caught him, knocked him out, and then he crumbled the ground. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm hurt. <laughs> yeah, that... that uh, I did see that one. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That yeah, that was crazy. One. Great, but it's like, like you said, it's like Fight IQ, because like Greg Hardy did he it most recently. Two of us, didn't he? Yeah, so, but he, you know, they had an exchange, and Greg, you know, hit mm-hmm. Ty with a good shot and kind of... Uh, somebody more experienced would have realized that yeah. he's not wobbled enough for you to really kind of storm him. Not a dude like he just, to He stepped back and like caught himself. But that he had that step back where he was kind of on a stiff leg where he yeah. kind of hits real hard. And Greg's like, oh, I got him. Rushed in and, you know, six seconds later, he's, mm-hmm. he's unconscious. And you're like, well, yeah, that's dude, that's a, that's you a can't scary do that. thing at heavyweight and light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah those heavier weight classes, you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't do that type of shit. You can't take that risk. But... There's a, uh, yeah. Some of these guys, when they get up into the, when they get up into like the higher rankings, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see. But 
people like Sean, they it's not that they pad their record, it's that they Yeah, I would they say, feed them opponents. Yes. I wouldn't say pad because, you know, but they feed them opponents that they're beating they are able to beat, you know? Yeah. Like they're gonna put him versus no striker. Him versus no striker. You know, they put him against a dude that's like real gritty, yeah, with they some put, good grappling that, shit that, and striking. The guy he that Sean just fought, that was like oh, a late uh, replacement. Moutinho. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Mutino, Mutino. <clears throat> that was pretty much the equivalent of that eighteen-year-old fighting the thirty-six-year-old yeah. on your card. That dude is tough, though. I'll give He's him tough that, as shit. Fuck. He's tough as shit. Fucking. Like, there's really no one that would have taken that fight. That's a money fight right there, man. Yeah. Like yeah. you fight somebody like a Sean O'Malley or it was, something I for, like that. I, for, I think it was like a seven days notice or something though. Yeah, maybe ten. So maybe that was was tough. But dude, I tell you what, that dude was sick and tired of mixing fucking paint because he was <laughs> he was taking the ass beating. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm I'm gonna keep coming. Hey, respect they, to that dude. Fuck, he's fighting a friend sure. of mine soon. He's fighting Aaron Phillips. Uh, like UFC fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say. I think they're giving him another shot. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, of course. Pretty, come on, you pretty much have, have to. to. After that, he's like. Also, they could have let him make it to the end. There was like 30 seconds. Left. I know. That was kind of fucked up. Like, th- it's fights like that that I'm like, man, he. I kind of wish I could be I could be a ref or a judge for MMA. Like, I think that'd be pretty yeah. fun. The judging sucks, man. Because yeah. they use like boxing judges. Yeah, I never understood the that judging. Shit. The judging is going to, hopefully is going to get better as people get more exposed to MMA. Yeah. But, like, the judging is Man, fucking how much awful. fucking more exposed you gotta get? It's 2021. Like, damn. Yeah, but they keep doing things like hiring, uh, what's that chick's name? Adelaide Bird. Who, she's the worst judge of all time. Really? The worst judge of all time. If you ever look at, if there's ever, like, a split decision. <laughs> she's, like, the, she's the one. She's the one that fucked yeah, it the up. the fucking one. God Everybody's, damn. like, 30, 27. And 29, 28. And then you're, like, like 29, 28 for the other person. And you're, like, huh? Who the fuck yeah. put that? Like, it's her every dude, time. There's so many ex MMA fighters. Yeah, some of them can barely speak a straight line. You know, like, yeah, yeah. But, like, come like on, you saying, saying a few of them motherfuckers don't want to be judges? Like, how much Seriously. could it, I mean? How much could it really take? It, it can't. It's not. It's not fucking hard. But like, I'm sure there is a it's new. It's more difficult than it probably made out it, to be. But like, come on, dude. But I mean, for a former UFC fighter, yeah, to step in or. Just former MMA fighter. They could have fought. If you you should have some MMA training and experience to do that, not just be a boxing judge. Oh yeah, for Cause sure. Because then, because then it's like the anything beyond striking doesn't. Yeah. Almost doesn't register as much as striking. Because I mean, if you get ta- if some dude gets taken down, right? Yeah. He's got high level jujitsu, but the other dude isn't doing shit from top position, and the guy from bombs, you know, throwing up sub attempts. Hitting him with elbows, but the guy on top is still on top, and he wins. Like, what the fuck kind of sense does that make? And all he has to do, all they have to do sometimes is look like they're doing something, like throw punches. Yeah, like that a little bit. They're like not getting through. Yeah. And I, I don't know, but there is the new uh, MMA promotion that's supposed to be. I heard about that coming up uh, in like twenty two, twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Yeah, Errol Helwani shared something about that shit. Yeah, so. they said it's, they're gonna. Uh, they're gonna try to be along the lines of like um, NFL and NBA with their pay split. Yeah. Because right now the split, like usually, like in the NBA and NFL, the like split between the organization and athletes is like 50 50. Hmm. But in the UFC, it's like <laughs> it's like eighty. It's like eighty twenty or something like that. If so, that, fuck. It's something like insane. 
it's, it's kind of shitty because like the UFC like the only way to really make money is to fight for a long ass time or just get, get a, a bunch of you know fight night bonuses in a row you know it, it's almost <sighs> that's why it's so damn exciting to watch like these fight night cards with these little yeah. lower name dudes or like contender series what contender series Those motherfuckers are going at it yeah. shout out to AJ Fletcher he just got a fucking yeah. highlight reel knockout I've trained a few times with AJ. He's built like a brick shit house too. Dude, and he threw a mean fucking yeah, knee on that dude. I'll grapple with that dude. I am not striking with that motherfucker. He's Fuck. nasty. What? Fuck that. That's out. <laughs> like he's got really good grappling too, but you know, like grappling with him, you know, you're not gonna get knee in the face. Right. You know? Like, yeah, he may try and choke you or something, but he's not gonna but knock you, you out just, cold. Yeah. <laughs> so. He's just like, yeah, I'm done with doing this. Speaking of uh, Louisiana fires, Alan Jubin moved back to Lafayette. Did he? Yeah, he's originally like from Lafayette or something. Same, he's uh, he's trained with a few times with some of my friends at Gladiators. Oh damn! I'm have to get a roll with that dude. That'd be fun. That dude's super talented. Yeah. He he just uh, he let his fucking modeling get in the way of his fighting. I yeah, guess. He, what do you like? Sponsored hey. by Versace or some shit? Yeah. Sponsored dude, by Versace. Like you handsome motherfucker. Yeah. Like, hey, but again. Yeah, hey, get, get your bag, dude. Dollar, dude. Get your Fuck bag. Yeah, I got. Hey, that's badass. This, I this didn't tan, know. handsome dude. He's a good cauliflower. I'm just like, damn. Him and him and Luke Rockhold. I think Luke Rockhold was Fucking sponsored Luke by. Rockhold. He was he was uh sponsored by some other like. Um, you remember you you ever see him on that who. dating show? No, you remember that shit? Uh uh-uh. uh Dude, Luke Rockhold was on one of those. He's a weird dude, a little bit. Yeah, dumbass reality dating shows. Yeah, where they have you know They're one not guy and a bunch of girls, and like he got so much flack for that shit because he asked one girl like they're on like a boat or something. He was like, uh, you "Give me a head or something." Like, like, like you know when you think you're away from the camera, oh, but you still no. got mics connected, and like the girls were like, "He is a fucking pig," and this and that, and dude, he was such a bad look. <laughs> What the fuck? Dude, no, I did not know. Up. That's fucking hilarious. It was when he was like famous too. Like he'd beaten fucking Weidman and shit. I was just like, he was like champ. Yes, <laughs> I was like, bro, that's and so it, bad. That's the thing though. Anytime you see, anytime you see like an athlete or any other celebrity do one of those shows or like Dancing <laughs> with the Stars, it's actually not going good for them. No, they're they're like, because what what happens is they'll they'll tell their agent Except or whoever on Dancing with the Stars. There oh, you go. Man. So they'll tell their agent or whoever like they're they need, they're wanting to make more money and so they just find them gigs and so it's like okay Dancing with the Stars Paige Van Zandt was on Dancing with the Stars yeah she probably needed it but she was I think she just cared about building her building her name more than anything because if it was if I was interested in a fighting career which at 26 I'm I just want to get as good as I can at you know jujitsu and the boxing stuff that I I enjoy I just want to get as good as I can at it and that's it. I'm not trying to be a fighter, like a pro fighter. Yeah. If me, I was interested in it, you did it because you wanted to do it. Yeah, I'm not going pro. Fuck that. <laughs> like, I, also, isn't being isn't being pro in like one of those organizations as easy as just being like I'm pro? Uh, I think you have to have a few fights, and I don't know how that works. I th- yeah, well, cause oh yeah, I think you do have to. I, I thought it was like a, minimal, a certain minimum fights. Okay, and you can try and go pro or some shit. But like, man, I don't want to go pro. I, I did it because it's the you know, it's the next form of competition. Competition, for me, yeah. You know, so yeah, I uh, for those people, for the people who do want to go pro, I think the the move almost is Start not early. the <laughs> yeah. For one, 
start super early. You better hope your parents put you in it. Be fucking decade and start early. <laughs> yeah, but the move like financial wise is like almost <laughs> go to the UFC just to get a name, leave, and then go somewhere where you can actually have your own sponsors. Yeah. Because they killed people. They I killed know, fighters that's, with that's that sponsors. That's so fucked up, man. Like, I, that's what I hope the new organization will let them have their own sponsors. I'm sure they will. I mean, doesn't Bellator and all that shit? Bellator does. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fucked up, you know, with Reebok and then now yeah. Venom is like... Venom. Venom like, looks like shit. Yeah, Venom's like... Why Venom? Of all... Yeah. Of all the fucking brands. Venom? Really? Venom is like... Sorry to anybody that has a Venom gi, but like no. Venom is like... Great value. It's like a Walmart brand. It's like the telltale of douchebags, you know? Like, oh, this dude's got a fucking It's like Affliction. Gi. Yeah, it's almost like Affliction. It's like Venom, come on. They could have yeah. gone with like literally any other fucking company. There's definitely some companies who they are probably... with Under Armour. Under Armour is a really good Under brand. Armor, you know? Under Armour would have been good. There's definitely some companies who would have been interested in getting, there, getting into the fight. Like... If Adidas had any interest into getting into like the fight game, Adidas would have came out with Dude, sick equipment. Hell yeah, they would have. Sick gear. Like Hayabusa. Yeah. Well, even Hayabusa, Hayabusa. They're probably not that that big, but you know, like But they're good. They make good stuff though. Yeah. They make good shit. Yeah. Venom? Really? Ven- yeah, Venom. Whatever, man. Evolve. Yeah, they might as well have went with Warrior. But uh <laughs> But yeah, the, the uh that sponsor thing, I hope the new I hope that new league lets them have their own sponsors. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they UFC will. quit letting people do it because, for one, they were trying to make the organization look more professional so they could sell it. But I get it. But it's like I, I get it. But they they're looking out for number one. But what they yeah. But what they end up saying was they're like, well, people were having like Condom Depot and shit. Like <laughs> and? it's like, hey, for sure, just say any sponsor you have to run through us. Yeah. Done. That way that that way you don't have fucking Cindy's sex shop on your <laughs> fucking pants. Like well. You know what I mean? Damn, what's that? Dude? It's pretty Den- easy. Dennis Hallman. One, one reason that, maybe not the reason, but you remember Dennis Hallman? I know the name. I'd so have to he, see him. He beat Matt Hughes a few times back in the gap. One of his last fights in the UFC before he got cut, he wore a Speedo. I, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, real pale dude, blonde yeah. hair. And he got mm-hmm. his ass beat by Brian in the Speedo. Yeah, in the Speedo. And I think he got cut right after that fight. They're like, dude, you can't fucking do that. And that was probably one... one of the determining factors, like we can't have dudes doing that, into being like, dude, he yeah. was one, he was one like fucked up takedown away from just yeah. being naked in there, dude. He, that dude was actually really talented too, man. Like super. He's talented. in the UFC. He's pretty talented. Yeah, but like he was like talented for that time, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. So, but they, uh, yeah, they fucked a lot of people with that. Mm-hmm. There was so much, because that's like, that's where the beef between. Uh, Dana White and Brendan Schaub came up. Oh yeah, it was because Brendan uh, was like, "I'm not, I'm not doing the Reebok yeah. thing," because he he was saying that he because yeah, he was a shit ton of money. He was making like a, a hundred and hundred and twenty grand a fight off of just sponsors, Damn. and yeah, and um, that's impressive. Not that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, and then uh, Dana White's like, nobody's making that much, and so he gave he gave his uh, like check stubs or whatever to Joe Rogan, mm. and was like. Show Dana, like give it to Dana, because Dana wouldn't contact him anymore. Damn. So Joe showed him, and Dana was just like, basically like so. I kind of feel bad for Joe Rogan. He's like a middleman. He fucks. Oh, around. He, he fucks with fuck. everybody. He's yeah. like, 
He's like, this is my boy. That's my boy. This is my boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like. I think that's kind of why, how he gets away with it, though. People just yeah. understand, like, he's got to he's gotta talk about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He probably, That's probably how he gets away with it. I think any competing organization in MMA, if they weren't to do that, there'd be no point in fighting for him. You know, why not? Yeah. Just, you just fucking go to the UFC then. Yeah, I mean the pay is going to be different, especially if they can really get some le- some uh, some momentum going, and they can really grow and have like a lot of like a big fan base coming or come in and start watching it, or big big like corporate sponsors. That's yeah. where the money's going to come from. It's like yeah. if they can get some big corporate sponsors on on board with them, then they'll be able to pay the fighters more, and then they might not have to let them wear their own sponsors. But I mean, yeah. just let the fighters get sponsored. I don't see the harm in it, especially if you just have, have like a little vetting process where you're just like, just run it by us. Yeah, that way you just don't have like you There's know. so many fires now. Like I'm, UFC's got so much fucking money; they could hire people to do that shit. Yeah, but seriously, there's some greedy fucks. I'll give them that. They put on some entertaining fights, but I remember when pay per views were only like fifty bucks. Now what? They're like sixty five. Like motherfuckers. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. And then and but now they have like the HD, like the the better quality yeah. option. It's like is everything not already HD? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's like sixty bucks. And those fights <laughs> usually suck dick. Like I don't, I don't know if you've watched a uh, pay per view like a paid card recently, but mm-hmm. like they'll have like six fights and like it's kind of bullshit because you're paying for six fights. You know? Yeah, yeah, like ten dollars a fight almost, and like most of them are boring as fuck because they put these super high level dudes together that are shitty matchups, or they'll have like one fight that's like the fucking fight and then they'll fill the rest of the card with shitty matchups so I'm just like what yeah. the fuck if I'm paying for it you better fill it with some good ass fights yeah, you better bring the fucking heat yeah. man yeah this this one this weekend is pretty fucking stacked it's, uh, Volkanovski versus yeah. Ortega this one's stacked mm, it'll be interesting man I yeah. haven't seen Ortega fight in a while I don't even remember who Dude, his he, last fight was he fought a Korean zombie last and beat Decision? the breaks off of him TK? I don't remember I should. <laughs> I sound like I knew my shit. I just know he came because you know he's yeah. a jujitsu guy, and uh, he came in there, shaved his head, which was a shame because he had glorious <laughs> hair. Um, shaved his head, came in and was dude beating the fuck out of Korean Zombie. Man, man Korean Zombie's a little bit older though. He is. He's, he is, but he's super talented. Yeah, he's still talented, but like, I don't know. There man. we go. Uh, unanimous decision. You, okay. Yeah. I think decision. Ortega's probably one of his best ones when he freaking knocked out Frank Yeager with that uppercut. That Dude, was. Ruben was at that fight. Really? Ruben was there. Watch that fight. Yeah. You know, I've never had the desire to go to a UFC event. Me either. Just because, like, I think I would go just for to be it, just to experience it once. Yeah. But I feel like I'm gonna be let down. I feel like I'm gonna go and be like. Yeah, you're gonna have a shitty angle or something. Like, yeah. I think it'd be cool to like meet some of the fires because you're gonna meet people around just yeah. walking around. But like, I don't know. Like, I I like watching it at home, like chilling, eating in my boxes and shit. You know. I want to start doing more, uh, more like fight companion episodes where we buy a fight here. Yeah. That's why I said. That's why I set up a whole studio so we could do stuff Hell like yeah. that. Have like fight companions or, um. If there's like a big jujitsu match, come on, just yeah. live stream it and we all watch it and talk shit while yeah. we're watching it. That'd be fun. <laughs> they got some good ones this weekend, but it's like a whole tournament. Like it's a who's number one tournament. It's oh yeah, be, uh, it's got some interesting potential matchups. So. Is is this the one that has um, 
Cole Abate mm-hmm. at it. Yeah, he's in one of the divisions. Yeah. Man, I need to find where they have the list of people that are competing because they've had a bunch of people drop out and shit. And I saw a replacements. I saw a post uh, last night. They had somebody drop out. I think Taza dropped out. Uh, Pedro Mourinho, who was a replacement, dropped out. Now Giancarlo Boudini filled in his spot, which Giancarlo whipped my ass a few years ago at Houston Open. <laughs> so that dude's good. Um, damn. He's, he's the dude that does all the... Uh, you see him on BJJ Fanatics all the time. He's like okay. he's like uh, the Uki for most of these guys. Hmm. Yeah. So. Damn, dude. Yeah, interesting fights. Oh yeah, interesting fights. So what y'all was playing? Uh, what y'all was playing for the podcast, man? <sighs> man, I don't know. Like, kind of keep doing it. You know, go over interesting stuff. You know, like uh, I, th- I would like to try and get an interview with one or two people. You know. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be fighters or jiu-jitsu people. Like, yeah, there's this really fucking interesting guy that runs this. Uh, it's called the Pasta Lab in uh, Lake Charles. Like they they run like pasta making classes and shit. Like the dude that runs it, super interesting guy. I lived in California for like thirty years and like managed country clubs and this and that. And now that he's in his late fifties, he retired, moved back to the fucking Lake Charles. I'm just like, why the fuck did you do that? He's like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's a weird he's, move. He's like, it's the people, man. I'm just like, people? He's like, yeah, you know, like, you go to the grocery store in California, nobody fucking talks to you, nobody looks at you. Mm, community. One here, you know, yeah, you have a good community. People talk to you, cut jokes, you know, people even know. I'm just like, yeah, I, do, I get that. I understand that, you know? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That's yeah. that's why that's why I kind of enjoy not having a... I go against one of the podcasting rules, which is like, you're supposed to have a niche like your little thing where your audience is. But if you look at like, if you look at some of the biggest people, their niche is like basically the fact that they're entertaining. Yeah. And they talk to entertain. Like me, one thing, like even us, we, you know, we have, I've came to Olympics a few times. We, I've, I don't think me and you've ever rolled or anything, but like we've been around each other. Yeah. Plenty. How many times have we ever stopped and talked for, you know, an hour and a half? Good point. Never. Yeah. And how many? How long would it have taken for us to sit and talk to each other for an hour and a half? Yeah. It might have taken a long time. So, like the people, like I just want to talk to people who I'm interested in and people who are we have similar interests and we can have fun. So that's why I, I didn't pick a niche, dude. We're just, I'm just because yeah. there's people like that. Like I had a psychic on I think my fourth episode. Oh shit. Yeah. This is <laughs> dope. Huh. It's pretty dope. Okay. She a little psychic medium. She like can contact like spirits and shit. That's pretty cool, dude. Fucking dope. Yeah, it's yeah. like that's that's what I want to. I do, do like so. the idea, you know, like because like I, I I would like to interview different people and stuff. I think that'd be pretty cool. It yeah. is. It's fun. It's fun the people that you meet. Yeah. And then you have you'll get people that reach out and you're like, interesting. Hmm. Like I was supposed to have um, I was supposed to have uh Deontay Thompson who plays safety for the Arizona Cardinals right now. He was supposed to come. He's from Orange, but he was supposed to come a few times, and it was like always a scheduling issue. Damn. And then just the other day, just the other day before the season started, uh, somebody uh, had a message on Instagram. I went and looked, and he had, he reached out, and messaged me, and he's like, "Dude, after the season, we're doing a podcast." And I was like, "Oh, oh yeah. shit, got you, dude." Shit, you should. Uh, it's kind of fucked up. You should be like, "Man, you know, some of the psych ward patients." <laughs> like, yeah, come on, man. Tell me about dude. yourself. <laughs> Tell me what you see. 
I don't. Uh, That'd probably be a conflict of interest. Probably, for sure. They would definitely not. For they'd sure. Upon that. Yeah, I'd get fired for that one. But <laughs> it's like, dude, you can't fucking do that at work. Also, if I had them, if I yeah, if I, I could do an episode at work, and then that's I'd definitely get fired for that too. But <laughs> but like, yeah, I'd never have somebody like that here, dude. Because yeah. they're these these people will just show up and just come inside and just be like, I live here. This is my house. Get the fuck out. And you're like, what? Um, Are you trying to debo me in my own sir, house? <laughs> I don't think it works like that. Yeah. Crazy shit. Well, dude, I guess that's it. I'm about to have to go pick up my pick up my girl. I feel you. I feel you. So, but uh, I gotta go choke people in a little bit. So, I know. And I was thinking about coming to the. I was thinking about coming too, but uh, to uh Olympic. Yeah. Hey, it's at twelve thirty. No might I might try to make it tomorrow instead. Uh, eleven thirty pro class. Eleven thirty tomorrow. Oh yeah, well, I believe it's either I don't know gi or no gi. Bring both if you come. Yeah. So it's. Now it's pro class, but I can still like come get yeah, my ass whipped by, by the pros. Yeah. Oh yeah, by the pros. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. We might do that tomorrow then. I, sure. Another guy was wanting to do it too. But yeah, dude. That's it. I guess we'll wrap it up, man. All right, man. Thanks Thank for coming on. Me. Yeah. Follow my Instagram at uh, schwanman19 gmail.com. Follow the guy. Yeah. Yeah.